We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Alright. Yo, this is your boy Nick, a.k.a. Nick Nick Paddywhack, and you are now tuning in to Nola Zine. Okay. So for a person who don't know, I'm like, tell them, I'm like, where you from? Uh, so I am from the West Bank of New Orleans, uh, back of Scottsdale, Harvey Hustlers. I'm not claiming that, bro. I'm just saying Harvey Hustlers. <laughs> Harvey Hustler, Ray Room. That's definitely Harvey Hustler, back of Scottsdale. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my uncle on the, on the back of the track saying Ray Room, too. So I was like, fuck it. That's... Hey, who said that? My, uh, I, well, it's my cousins, but it's my cousins before my time. They're like my third cousins. But I know one of my cousins named Tyrone. He's on that track, so. <laughs> Shout out Tyrone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Red room, like, I can lie to you, if it, it, it took me, early, I mean, if it took me to probably, I mean, when I made 21 and realized, if we talk about only murder. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what a Harvey Hustler was at, at the time. I, was, I just kept saying it because it, it was it was fire. I was like, we back in the Harvey saying that? I was like, man, fuck. We'll, we'll go to the, the back of Mary Poppins. We'll say, oh, I'm in the back of Mary Poppins where it get popping at. I'm like, why am I saying that, nigga? I'm not even from over there. I'm only in the back of Scottsdale. <laughs> it made no sense. And they, and both sides was beefing. <laughs> it don't make sense because this is like a, a, a New Orleans show, so nobody know about the West Bank beef. Man, people know about the West Bank, man. <laughs> man, West Bank beef go unnoticed. Only people that know about the West Bank beef is JP. When y'all beef over here, the Iberville, the the 17th, um, that y'all got a 16th out here? See, like, y'all, I don't even know. Y'all just call it every hood, different hood, and just switch up and call it a number. There is a 16. Like, people don't get to... Like, there's a first and a second wall as well. Like, people just don't I've look never, at the full map. Facts. I've never I've never heard of the first like, and second wall. Like, realistically, New Orleans East is the main one. It is? People don't know that. Like, uh, so, some people know that. I thought gen, gen, so Gentilly is considered downtown? It's like... Some parts is like the seven wall and the eight wall, I think. Uh, I used to live in the eight wall. Okay. Yeah. But, but the A the A just I don't know it just gets dirty, and all of the A wall just it's just like like it's still like it's got something to be working on. But then you get to the seven wall and it just all oh, it's all pretty and shit, nice ass trees, it's two story houses. We made it you call them dirty. I'm, I, but I, I was one of them dirty people. But I had one of them new houses though that was over there. when you go across that the Franklin Bridge and you know how they got that 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 park that uh that new club on the side. When you go back here by the the. Uh, Man, you know what? They got all these new houses and factory shit over here. No, all right. So you go. I ain't familiar with area. I ain't gonna lie. You know, all right, man. I'm pretty sure you've been to that cultural park. Okay, I know culture park. Is. That's yeah, what it is. Know, it's culture yeah. park. Across yeah. from culture park is like a factory. And yeah, like, so it's a, so they got like new houses that's Katrina. They built like new houses. I was staying over there before I went to, when I was going to Saint Augustine. You know, I had a nice house, but everybody everybody else house was just looking ran through. Oh, so you had a journey. Now you went way from Scottsdale to they Oh yeah, it was a big jump. It was a big jump. Definitely and like, you know, people, like, like, you know, people say what they want, but you from Scottsdale and like, ain't too many gangs made it on like to cable TV. Like, right. Harvey Hustles made it to, to like, 
I'm like, America's most evil. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't seen too many gangs, like... But, bro, the, the type of world we in, bro, you don't know who gonna blow up from where, bro. Because when we in, when we was in Baton Rouge, people were like, oh, where you from? You know, I'm not gonna say West Bank, because nobody in Baton Rouge gonna know what the West Bank is unless you're from New Orleans. So, of course, we're gonna just say, you know, New Orleans. Even when we in, we in uh, another state, people are like, oh, where you from in New Orleans? I'm not gonna sit there and say the West Bank. I'm gonna just say, oh, I'm from the west side of New Orleans. They're not gonna get it. So, so I like... And like, what year you thought people start saying, like, West Side New Orleans? Because, like, I remember I posted a rap was West Side New Orleans, and they ended up, like, like you know, it, so they feel like, when did the West Bank be, be like, like, be considered get the nickname, like, West Side New Orleans? I mean, when y'all started saying Elges, when y'all started saying Elges was, was New Orleans, I was like, all right, cool. Well, I mean, the West, the West Bank got a, a New Orleans city now. But honest truth, I'm going to give you the history. Elges is one of the first New Orleans cities. I've seen. I've seen Alexander the commercial. The first quarter was the first thing that actually built in New Orleans. I've seen. The, I've seen the commercial. Matter of fact, I've seen the commercial. Uh, they had made a uh, a song calling Alger the West Bank. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is dope. But it was it was still across the bridge and everything. Right. So it was fire. Though. It was. I was like, <laughs> I was like, niggas about to make a beat out of this because it was like one of them old school ass nineteen sixty seventy songs. It's like it was one of the on them box TVs that you got to plug in all the big ass ones with the booty. And so let's fast forward, you know, if you were the same all, mm-hmm. you know, if a lot of people know you graduated and you joined the Army. Well, oh, I see. Uh, yeah, I did join the Army. That's because uh, people don't know, and that's why I try to tell people, I try to be an advocate for some people who are class clowns and want to be class clowns. Like, bro, do your shit. If you're in high school, be smart. Finish, get your classes. Get good grades. Because when it's time to get done with high school and go to college, and they see that you don't have no credit, you're not going to go to that college you want to go to. So... My whole problem was I didn't have enough credits to get into the college. I wanted to go to LSU, and I couldn't even get all the way fully into Southern. They tried to put me in Sussler. You ever heard of Sussler? Down <laughs> <laughs> here? Yeah, they got they got Sussler, you know, they got Sussler, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and they Southeast? got Southeast. No, it's not. It's not South. It's, it's Southern University of it's Southern University of Louisiana, but it's it's really more so for Southern instead of Southern University. It's Southern University. Lake Charles, something like that. It's like it's, it's not a, in Baton Rouge. It's not in Baton Rouge. It's a program that stretch all the way from Shreveport all the way down to Baton Rouge, all the way down to New Orleans. But it's a program. Yeah, like it's like it's like high school for uh, super seniors. So it's a college for dummies. It, pretty much, it's like <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta pass this program to fully get in. So as my, as on my journey to fully try to get into college. They had all these stipulations. You had to you had to have a B on everything. You can't make a C. To make a C, you fail the program for that year. And, you know, it's hard for me because, bitch, I'm partying every day. I'm trying to make money in college. I even got fired from IHOP because I was blown up on Vine. And everybody would come in IHOP and just sit down and, and get a water and get a picture, then walk out. My boss was like, man, why the fuck? What you running them off? I'm like, I'm not running them off. They sit down, take a picture, and they, they, they come from what they want. They leave. Nobody want no fucking IHOP next to <laughs> Southern. They wanted other shit, but you know how that shit is. <laughs> what other shit is? <laughs> I just, I just, I couldn't keep a job, bro, because I was blowing up on Vine and people see me working at my job and doing my job. They're just like, bro, we about to come fuck with you, and then they'll come fuck with me. And then every, every manager and boss I had, they was not fucking with that. It was like, bro, why they keep coming here doing that? I'm like, what you want me to do? You want me to start cooking, nigga? They gonna try to come. They gonna try to find some type of way to get in the kitchen, nigga. It's like, it's, can't stop the social media hustle, nigga. I'm childish. It was fun. So let's. Talk about your journey in the army. Uh, yeah. While being one, I'm like Vine star. Yeah. I <laughs> once I once I joined the military. They, um, they ended up uh taking my phone away. So you know you can't have your phone in basic training and AIT. 
but every I want to say every three weeks they would let us take a break and call one of our family members. I didn't I didn't call none of my family members. I went to the skit and I just posted that shit. <laughs> and once I posted it, it went viral. It got it got to the point to where all of, all my drill sergeants they was like uh, they put me in the front of everybody and they asked who all knew me and literally the whole the whole uh, regiment was like oh we know Private Joseph. And next thing you know, they was like, well, who want to do push-ups for him? Everybody started doing push-ups for me. Every time I get in trouble, somebody be like, well, I'll, I'll take... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The punishment form, Drill Sarn. I'll do a Drill Sarn. I'm like, sir, I had to do nothing. They hated me. They hated me. <laughs> yeah, so, so they had people just doing push-ups for they, you? Yeah, bro. They, they, you know how it is, bro. To, to me, I was a celebrity to them because they saw me on social media before they saw me in person. And then when they saw me in person and I was actually a good dude, it was like, man, I, I run miles for this, man. It was like, bro, I'll, bro, you're my bro, bro. Like, you might you might battle buddy for life. And I was like, hey, what's cool? So you was having fun at all with just Joseph. Oh uh, no, that's that's all bro. Bro, it got to the point to where they wanted me to call cadence when we when we were run, or they'll they want me to call songs out like while we marching into the next thing. Man, I was remixing the fuck out of them songs. You ever heard that army song Hard Work Work? No. <laughs> they were like hard work work. Hard work work. I changed that bitch to hard twerk twerk. <laughs> And all the females in, in the line to start cutting up and dancing and shit, but they got mad at me, son. I, I was switching up every cadence, every cadence that they had. I was switching to make it relatable to to, to black people, to twerking, to trapping, you name it. I, I just I just made everything funny. They, that's why they fucked with me. But the drill sergeant hated because they looked at it as a um, a way of me being rebellious and not doing stuff the right way and not taking my job serious. Now I love to interview people. Who's in the army for, um, before? Because I want to know. Well, I kind of know now. To interview everybody, why do people get married so fast in the army? I'm pretty sure you probably hear this a lot, but by them having that long ass break and not being able to talk to friends and family back home, that person that you next to, that female that's next to you for the first week, that's ugly. You're gonna be like, "Oh, I ain't fucking with her." But by by the time that six week come, nigga, you're gonna be trying to fall in that pussy. You're going to want to marry her. You're going to like, damn, I ain't had no cat in a while. We've been in basic together. Next thing you know, you go out of the AIT, and then y'all end up having sex, and you have a baby, and y'all get married. And then y'all all want the benefits. Everybody in the military is freaky as fuck, bro. For some, I don't know what they're putting a the fool, but it's them long-ass breaks of not having to talk on the phone for basic and AIT or whatever. And you can't really see friends and family. You really get like a one, like two days on the weekend, but like five hours off to go off base and come back. You know what they're going to do for them five hours, bro? They're going to get hotel rooms, they're going to get liquor, and they're going to fuck. And then after that, they come right back on base and they get ready for work. Right. Because they don't have no freedom at all. You know what else? I never met no one who was in the military who's not an alcoholic. That's all. That's all because they, they can't do no other <laughs> drug, bro. They can't. They can't do no other drug. <laughs> like I'm everybody in the military, alcoholic, they, some kind of weed. They, they're not about to fucking uh, stop drinking and start smoking cigarettes. You got to already be smoking cigarettes already, and then they're not gonna find no hard drug. Nobody in the military is trapping like that for them to find no hard drugs. So they're gonna just stick to beer, hard liquor, and we and we get discounts on on liquor too. So that's another plus. Love, huh? Yeah, man. What? So this question 
did you get married? Like, you the nah, I did not get married. I wasn't that dumb. I still was a hood nigga at heart. I wasn't about to marry no who I just met two weeks and, and be like, oh, I want to get married. Fuck no, what? Did you crazy? When did you actually, I'm like, get out the military? Uh, My contract, well, I want to say my contract fully, fully ended 2022. You know, you got you got a, uh, the contract option to do six years in and two years out. So my, my, my stuff expired 2019, but I had two more years out. So it was fully over 2021, 20, 22. So basically, you still was in the military when everything really took off. To be honest, I would yeah, I was doing my job when I had to. Sometimes I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to go. Like they saw me, like I wasn't doing nothing. Like they would tell me, "Don't come to work, go finish working." Because when I first started, I missed trips to Paris, I missed trips to Germany because I was, I was getting booked a lot. So it was like, oh, you missing out on money because I was National Guard. Everybody know National Guard is weekend warriors. That means you only work two days out of that one month. So I was only making $250 based off my, my rank as an E2. So that was like, bro, you just missed out on $12,000 to come here. I was like, well, y'all told me that's what I had to do. So. And it's crazy because, like, even when I hear your story, I also think about, I'm like, Rob 49 blowing yeah. up. And he's in the National Guard. Yeah. And the whole time it's like, man, bro. Can you find a way to you know to get me out this? He he actually Rob Rob can actually get out, but they see Rob doing so good. Matter of fact, him getting shot that would have been his ticket out. He can actually go. He might be out now. He might be out. Now. <laughs> he might be out now. <laughs> him getting shot could have been his way out. He can say mental disorder. He said stressing from being shot, getting shot. He can cl go claim one hundred percent of his military benefits. All you gotta really do is just really just go talk to he him. Can disappear, you know, he huh? can disappear. Yeah, he probably get. Uh, he, he get paid for life, huh? What? Rob yeah. for life, up for real, huh? Yeah, really, up. <laughs> rob, rob, robbed and robbed the whole military <laughs> for life. Rob for life. <laughs> okay, so for sure. So let's bring it back. Like, I'm like, you know, and so when did you actually meet? I'm like Dan Root. I met Danny uh, when I was going to Southern. Okay. I want to say Dan was one of the motherfuckers who who was just at college to be at college. I never seen a nigga go to class ever. But he, he was roommates with Odell, so whenever they all would go to Tigerland, I, I think after their games, a lot of people from Southern would either go to the club or go to Tigerland. And he'd be parking lot pimping in his bins, dancing in front of that bitch, all the football players recording them, fucking with him, all the hoes fucking with him. So, and then, you know, I just met him. Because I was already blown up on Vine. I was with Super Toke, uh, Donovan, K. Carmoo, Chanaya, Kells, all of them. I was with all of them. all of them. And the next thing you know, he was like, I want to do videos with y'all. I was like, man, come on, fuck, we do some videos, make it on camera. And we just put that nigga in a few skits. And the crazy part is, they be like, Vine, like, all y'all became something. Facts. Right. Everybody was working towards a common goal, man. We, we The thing is, with us and this generation of, like, shooting content, we were smart enough to, to, like, to grab some type of business idea to, like, have as we shoot up. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that's on TikTok now, they just, they just, they just keeping their followers on it, and they don't mind working for somebody. But the old, the more you get, the old, like the more followers you get, and the more you start to see that all your fans are not gonna fuck with you ever for you doing the same shit over and over. And once you see something new, you're gonna realize you're gonna want to not work for nobody. You want to have your own money, and have people work for you. So, like, did you see like Super becoming? I'm like the brand she became. To be honest, I didn't think Super. I, I knew Super was gonna be big. I just didn't know she was gonna be big for makeup. I thought it was gonna be either doing comedy store uh, stories. 
uh, or t- having a, a tell-all book with some comedy shit in it. I, I thought she was gonna be a rapper. I didn't. I didn't know about <laughs> being a rapper because she was just talented. She probably could have been a rapper, but I just knew that that she got a following from being funny, and she had a following for followers knowing that she could rap. So I thought she was gonna blow up doing like I don't know probably hold because she th- she threw parties too for her birthday. So I thought she was gonna have like this big ass. A Super Bowl weekend type of comedy fest and Super would get suits, comedians that fuck with her and come out every year. Basically, like what Larry do for his birthday. Right. That's why I thought Super was going to be big for him. She'll have a lot of money coming to the city, but she surprised everybody. So, what she got working for her, that, that's, that's probably way better than that comedy shit. Right. And that's just like, man, that's crazy because, like, everyone who was with y'all, like, became a full brand, like, mm-hmm. like in some kind of way. It's knowledge, bro. We started young. Well, Superstar way younger than us, but it's it's really knowledge. But when you see how how everything shifts and how how the the world is working, you kind of have to like work with it and go with the roll with the punches. Because if you sit in your always imagine Super being the age she is and she's stuck on how how Mama raised her to be. You know what I'm saying? She'll probably just, not saying she would be. I'm just saying like the situation would be a lot different because when we're young, we're taught to have certain type of morals. We're we're taught to be a certain way. We're taught to do this, taught to do that. You know what I'm saying? Now nowadays people are teaching gentle parenting or giving your kids the option to do this so they can be more outspoken and not be introverts. The world is changing. So I mean if you're gonna be stuck in your old ways and, and you start to wonder why people are becoming millionaires on TikTok and you still stuck on Vine, you're gonna be lost. So I heard you say gentle parenting. Like do you think that actually works? It works for some. It works. I just I don't believe in gentle parenting for with pets. For some reason, it just don't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> do Not with pets. I don't know. I, I got a French that just act up. I don't see myself. Oh, you shitting right there. Good girl. Here's a treat, and then let just go and pick it up. I have a poodle, do. and she makes noises like I never heard of no dog do this. So yeah, I fuss it all day. I be having to whoop my dog sometimes. Like it'll oh. smack you on the butt and everything. <laughs> I just I don't I don't get like why when I tell you pee right here, you pee in front right there. I give you a treat. Here's a treat. Pee right here. You go pee over there, and then when I'm not looking, you go upstairs and, and pee and pull on my on my on my covers and shit. Like, like why are you playing with me, son? Like, like you love me. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. So, you know, fast forward that you know, if you get out of college, you and but you and Dan start making videos. Mm-hmm. You come off, yeah, baby. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was like to the city of New Orleans. I mean, but to the city of New Orleans, it was. 50-50, cause you know, cause like because they had people was going against y'all, mm-hmm. which I heard the story that you know you was reaching out to those other guys as well. Like I'm trying to put y'all apart of this as well. Well, the thing is, we we started all working together when when it went viral. It was like fuck it, we won't work with y'all. I'm like we won't work with y'all too, cause I mean okay. fuck, it's basically something y'all do. It got to the point to where uh, we was trying to make money with them, and we was like we'll give you ten ten percent of every shirt that's fifty. And then it was like, nah, we want 10% of all shirts. And I was just like, that's the same thing. No matter how you put it, whether it would have been 10% of one shirt, it, it all would have added up to being 10% of shirts that's 50 or whatever. So we just felt like we was, we was about to be in an extorting type of situation. So we just like, fuck it. We just stopped fucking with it. If we went on any type of uh, podcast or, you know, interview, we'd still give props. Because, I mean, nobody nobody not trying to take it and run with it, nigga. We, it was just comedy. Nigga made fun, made fun in a funny way to make it fun. And the thing is, like, you know, in New Orleans, people always feel like somebody's taking the idea or the credit mm-hmm. or something like that. And I like, you know, y'all actually became, like, more like, y'all wasn't really trying to make music. Y'all was being y'all self. Yeah. But y'all, y'all took it. And people also 
picked up today and just dancing like that as well. Yeah, I mean, it, w- it was funny, bro, like, uh, to be narrating the voice and telling him to go do this and go steal something and do a dance at the same time. It's just like, yo, this shit is weird as fuck. Like, this shit shouldn't be this funny. Right. But it was funny because it's like, it's something different. And then everything was shot all the way through, so it gave that, damn, this gotta be real effect because I don't see them pausing the camera. I don't see them editing the video. I don't see them uh, plotting and planning it before they do it. They just go and do it. And I'm just like, yeah. And people actually thought Dan was a mute. Like, I mean, people, like people thought Dan didn't talk who never met him. Like, I'm not going to lie. Dan probably paid way for a lot of niggas that's trying to be mute right now. They got a, they got one nigga on Vine. All he do is this. <laughs> he got 1.58 million. That's all he do. And the nigga got a million followers. I said, damn, this shit look familiar. I seen somebody be mute and blow up like this. That nigga, that's all nigga I do. walk from, from like the river walk. I'm like with Dan, just me and him to, um, to we that. I'm if I like if if a hundred people didn't stop me and him, I would have never. I I said that I'll never walk anywhere with Dan again. Well, Everybody well, wants to see him dance. Talk to him. I had to stop going out with Dan. It, it got <laughs> to the point where I was trying to go somewhere private. Everybody's like, yeah, bro, I'll just wear my hat, bro. And they're not gonna see me at all. I said, all right, cool. They see that thick ass beard with that fucking hat and the. the Damn, is that you? You know it is. And they start dancing and shit. I said, dance, bitch, that's why I can't walk with you. I'm going to Uber there. You go, I'm going to catch you there. And then, because the spot really be two blocks away. It really be, it don't really be that far. But this bitch want to dance everywhere he go. And I love that for him because his energy is unmatched. That bitch dance everywhere. You can put him in a party that say no dancing. He going to find a way to, to dance. He going to make everybody dance in there too. So, like, I'm like, all right, what year? And, and I'm actually... I'm like, what part when you feel like, like, dang, if we made it off this? Uh, when we started, when we had the chance to host the MTV Movie Choice Awards, I want to say that was 2000, in the 2017, beginning of 2018, one of the two. They had us on the red carpet walking up celebrities and doing our skit. Just, so I'm like, damn, man, these niggas fuck with us. We, we actually started getting invited to a lot of award shows. Uh, them house parties that you hear about, them LA parties, them weird ones, we gotta start getting invited to those. We started getting invited to uh, music videos, and then being in a music video and then seeing it the next week on television, I'm like, yeah, bro, we, we yeah. here, we here. Like, for as, like, for as myself, I knew y'all fully me. I'm like, dang, but they really put the dance in 2K. Yo, 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 that's a 2K for sure, for sure. I, I feel, to be honest, bro, I don't ever really feel like I made it anywhere because I really, I, I really believe in that, that that logic. Your followers don't equal your dollars, you're gonna make it. Right. I, but the thing is, I want like I want a successful business behind it, so I don't really care for like the fame. I just want all the money and the business that come with it. You know what I'm saying? So I do feel like I made it to a certain point in my life, but I do believe I can elevate more and go further. Right. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. You know, because I saw you on like hosting stuff, like you know. But that's because y'all start growing your own brand. Like I saw you playing the game with the game and yeah, different bro. things like that. Bro, believe it or not, but you you kind of have to like do that in uh, in LA because something is here today and going tomorrow. Like I've seen people have multiple opportunities to do stuff, and then somebody else come and do it. But then two weeks later, it's it's no longer hot anymore. No you do something else. Like everybody in LA don't have a job, but somehow they make money. Believe that it's just weird. And it's not like TikTok. And, and like people got, I'm like short, I'm like attention spans and like, you know, it was hot now. Yeah, it might not be hot next week. It, bro, believe it or not, bro, people out there is just, I don't know, it's, they do it for a second, move on to the next and do something else. So, okay, well, I'm going to ask you this question. Being in the music industry for a while now, mm-hmm. 
don't mean the music industry, it, it, being being on like in the in the full like entertainment industry for mm-hmm. a while now. Yeah. Tell me, I mean, what do you enjoy most about it, and what do you actually I mean, hate about it? Uh, to be honest, I hate the fakeness. It's it's a lot of people that me and Dan met together, and these niggas don't even look my way. I just I'm just trying to say hey, hi, and bye, and keep it moving. It's just like it's weird. I would say some of them stay silent, some of them sit down, but a lot of them is just like. That was cool with me, like me and Dan and everything. When me and Dan just uh, stopped doing videos or whatever, them boys went their separate way and did, they don't even shake my hand. They don't follow me. I'm like, man, that's weird as fuck. I even see them at parties. I'm like, what's up? And they just looked the other way. It'd be big. It'd be eight big eight time. Uh, I want to say eight celebrities, beast celebrities. It'd be weird. It'd be like you know, a lot of people just be really like that word Hollywood. Like people be yeah, like, you do Hollywood. That's, that's why. I, that's why. That's the only thing I hate about Hollywood is fake. But the, the plus side about Hollywood, it's, uh, being in the industry, no matter uh, how long you've been in the industry, there's going to be somebody who genuinely just uh, enjoys your presence and being around you. They don't care if, you, if you're if famous now or if you was famous then. They don't care if you fell off or if you fell back. They be like, yo, bro, I enjoy your work, man. Keep it up. Even if you stop for a long time, they're going to find somebody to make it seem like they still watch you. Bro, I'm a big fan of your work, man. Keep putting out that content, bro. I, I love all your videos. And you ain't put out a video in too much. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just that's they they show that fake love to make you feel good, which is which I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Just lie to me, I ain't tripping. Yeah, 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 it's cool. It's motivating. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it up. I'm gonna keep putting out more shit. So most people haven't heard. I don't know if you're ready to you know tell people, but you know if you have one on an alcohol brand, uh huh, yeah. And you, and you about to do some things with it. Like I want you to tell everyone on it what the name of um actually what the name of it is. All right, okay. And like you know. All right, what is coming out? All right, so I got this uh this this brown liquor, this brandy slash Hennessy uh nine this brown slash cognac. It's called Ami. The word Ami uh, originates from uh the word friend in multiple languages. So I, I took it from just trying to spell Amistad, but that was like friendship, and I was like I'm gonna just take that off. And then when I got to uh, Italy and Russia and Japanese and all that, the word Ami just kept popping up. So. The word I mean just is friend. The bottle is an all chrome fist. I, 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 um, I got it molded to my actual fist and arm. And it's a twist off top and it got a cork inside. And it's a cognac and it's a brandy. The brandy version is the chrome bottle. And then I got a um I got a gold chrome bottle that's gonna probably come out in like two years. It's gonna be gold, it's gonna be cognac. So it's a lovely bottle, it's real good. And it's probably I wanna say it's coming out this year. It's just that all the stuff through COVID pushed everything back, so I'm waiting for uh, the bottles to come from the ship, and then I'm gonna try to sell it to a distributor, and then hopefully I can have it down here. If I can't get it to a distributor down here, then everybody gonna have to purchase from a website. So speaking on COVID, mm-hmm. like you know, being one I'm like content creator, mm-hmm. if how it was like that for you, you know, being in LA and just traveling back and forth to the city, checking on family. I didn't do that. He didn't? No. Well, I thought you were checking nah. out your people. <laughs> I, I want to say COVID helped me pick back up my, my first my first business I started with Dan. Uh, it was, it was uh, a traveling company called We Live Adventures. And then when I started going out the country more and seeing stuff, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pick this back up. And I picked it back up. And now every other three, four months, I'll have a, a group trip. My first trip to Panama, I brought, I want to say, 50 people. Then my second trip to Tulum, I brought uh, 150 people. I did a few collab trips. I did one to Dubai, St. Martin. You know, I just came, I just got back from Africa in December. That one was a dope trip. 
and now I got more trips coming up and everybody just want to be a part because guess what? They save more money than they do partying in the city. I don't know how much how much you spend on a section in a, in a club in New Orleans. Me personally? You don't buy a section anymore. I just go jump in Larry's section. Exactly. <laughs> you go jump in somebody else's section yeah. because it's, it's, way, it's way cheaper. Well, you know, when you know, when you know people, right. if it's more convenient for you, right. but like the average person spend like Maybe three to five hundred dollars. All right. So the average person in New Orleans probably spent three to five hundred dollars, yeah, right? And how many bottles you get with that? Possibly one. Possibly maybe one. two at the most. A, a comp bottle because you you might be known, yeah. right? And the other one you buy. So in LA, the average table in LA is I want to say twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. Then plus tax, it come up to eighteen hundred dollars. So now we go across the country. Let's go to Mexico. How much a section is? The section is free. You just buying the bottles. The bottles be uh eighty dollars, so imagine you in a section with you and all your niggas, just fifteen to twelve of y'all, and y'all all get bottles. It's like they bring out twelve of them at one time. Y'all ain't really spending that much. The most you spend going out the country, bro, is your plane ticket, your hotel, or Airbnb if all y'all together, and transportation. You really spend what you spend in in, in America, out out the country, way way cheaper. I saw the What about I'm like Dubai because I heard Dubai got like you know the prices. Dubai is still cheaper than being in America, being okay. in LA. The only, only the reason we like Dubai, LA. I want to say Dubai is like is like LA, but you get more bang for your buck. I about to say LA man. I think the place was called Hyde on Wednesday or something like that. Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Hyde on Thursday. And I went with Rusty. You want Rusty? Ask Rusty man. They right. try to charge us like two thousand dollars for like a for like a boot table. Just for, me and him. Oh, the boot like two people. Like that. Like a boot. There's oh, two people. They probably were trying to get you out of the expensive booth next to the DJ. Maybe they thought I was African and everything. <laughs> and you, you, do, you do look African. You do look African. <laughs> they be trying to tax them African. African they be like, fuck it, but they're like, kids. But I thought I could Michael Blackson. <laughs> now, Michael Blackson, he probably, the reason why all the Africans be over there showing up like that, because he be spending money over there. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out him. <laughs> so, tell us, I'm like, what's next for you? To be honest, bro, I'm getting married in October, so that's... that's married here? No, I'm not getting married. No fucking America. You're crazy. So that's I'm talking about New Orleans. Oh, no, nah, <laughs> I'm not, not... I would never. I would never. I love New Orleans, but I, I would never. Can't do it. I w- I'm, I'm actually getting married. It's a destination wedding. I'm getting married out the country. Okay. It's cheaper. But Boy. you got to come at a reception or something in New Orleans. For what? For your family, your friends. Man, if, if they... For, and they, for your friends that can't afford to go to you... That's even a reason for me not to come to Orleans. You can't make it out the country. Why would I come here? That's crazy. I fuck with my city, but no, I seen too much shit to happen. People that stay in their city. Definitely understand that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And also, last but not least, tell everyone only what can you find you at on social media and just everywhere. Y'all can find me on OnlyFans, Pornhub, XNXX, Brazzers. No, <laughs> y'all can look me up on social media at Nick N Paddywhack. That's N I C K N. P-A-T-T-I-W-H-A-C-K. That's on all platforms, on any and everything. If you can't find it, just go on Google and type in who is the We Live Baby, and it's going to pop up, face and everything. N-O-L-A-Z-I-N-E. Make them S-C-R-E-A-M. Scream. Nolazine. Make them scream. You heard me.